Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Wonderful. God is good. And all the time. Are you all alive and well? <laughs> Good. That was wonderful reading, by the way. Yes. Well done. You brought the word of God alive. Thank you for reading. And Linda, presenting that made all that you do for the Lord even more worthwhile. So, are you ready for... You got your seatbelt on? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the first service and Simon preached a message. The way he preached the word of God, I thought, are we reading the same Bible? Seriously, it was awesome. It was really, really powerful. I was so, so encouraged by that. So this morning, I'm going to do a few reflections from the week on and then we'll look at one of the days in the coming week and we'll see where the Holy Spirit will go from there. I think I've got some seeds, I'll need them a bit later, but not now. Thank you. All right, so if you just let the slides roll, please. So reflections from week two. We've already been reminded. We've been looking at living as a community and the passage. One of the passages that introduced the week was Romans 14, 17. Do you mind if we all read that together, please? For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. One more time, please. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, Jesus wants us to know that the kingdom, there are natural, the, the kingdom impacts the natural life, but essentially it's a spiritual life. It's something that is real to us spiritually that impacts the natural world that we interact with. So it's not just about eating and drinking. However, the kingdom of God is about his righteousness, his peace, and his peace. So I'm going to give us all maybe a minute or two. If you have, even if you haven't, I'm sure you can say something in the time. So what stood out the most each day or in the week? So each day you might have had a Kairos moment or during the week. A day particularly stood out for you the most. So, I'm going to give us a minute or two, just ask the person next to you, what stood out for you, maybe in the week, or anything on your heart. So, the time is on, let's, let's, let's talk to somebody about what stood out the most for you in the week. Okay, yes. Yes, we've got one minute. We talked about being a community of his peace, of his righteousness, of his joy. Love, faith, and hope. So, okay. 
Anybody, you have a good, loud, clear voice, you just want to shout in a few seconds? What stood out for you the most? Anybody? Romans 5 in the message, it really hit me yesterday, and it says, um, we find ourselves standing where we always hoped we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory, standing tall, shouting our praise. But there's more to come, we can continue to shout our praise, even when we're hemmed in with troubles, because we know how trouble develops passionate patience in us. How that patience in turn forges the temper steel of virtue, keeping us to alert whatever God will do next. And it's just that, that kind of sense of the wide open spaces. Excellent. So somebody has redeemed the middle section. Oh, I was going to go on to the left. Anybody on the left to save the left team? Yes. One minute. It was um, one of the mornings, um, the prayer meetings, and it was the one hugely encouraged to just dig into what God has promised. Uh, Thank you very much. Jane, I might come back to you later, but let's get somebody on the right. So everybody's involved. I, balcony, I will spare you today because... Okay. Anybody on, the, on this side? You want to say... Ah, okay. I'll go for one close. We've, we've been locked in a chain to move house since the 16th of June, which has really, really tested us. But we have faith and we have hope. As you raise your hand as well, very quickly, I'll take yours and Jane, be ready. Um, it's slightly different from this. Um, and God is good. He really is good. Wonderful. Come to you, Jane. Sorry. I think sometimes we feel that we don't have the power of God and we don't have hope, enough hope. And this week I have witnessed four real amazing miracles. And if you want to know about them, ask me later. Let's appreciate all those who have spoken. Thank you very much. Looking forward as we've entered week three. So there are six topics for Monday to Saturday. And it's the kingdom of light, the parable of the scattered seeds, the kingdom for all, the kingdom of little things, the kingdom of power, and the kingdom prayer. All of them. I'm going to choose just one of them that I'm going to focus on. So my next slide is my main focus for today and it's the parable of the scattered seeds. So I'm going to read a few verses from Matthew 13. So it says, Later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. A large crowd soon gathered around him. A large crowd soon gathered around him. So he got into a boat. Then he sat there and taught as the, disciples, as the people stood on the, sea, on, the, on the shore. 
He told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seed fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns and grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a 100 times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. So Jesus is teaching and he gives this parable which describes four different soils. So my next slide, I hope you can read. Good. So I've got four different, I don't know what happened to the tea there. Yes, so we can see the different the different parts of the field that the seeds fell starting with the pavement to the rocky soil and we've got the thorns and then we've got the good and the fertile soil now my summary is that as Jesus explained later let me just read a bit of his summary. So verse 18 then says, Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy, but since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that, the seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth so no fruit is produced. Verse 23. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a 100 times as much as had been planted. Now I have received permission to use the seeds to demonstrate the message. Can I have four volunteers, please? Good, thank you. Let's have two, two gentlemen, two, two young ladies. Okay, thank you. If you stand there for me, please. please. Two young ladies. Thank you yeah, very much. So, you all represent four different soils. 
okay? It's just for acting purposes, okay? So whoever gets a good soil, doesn't mean you're the best. You're, God loves you all the same. So I'll start with you from my right. So what soil will you be? The good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, that was cheating. We start from the pavement. Okay? No, 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 it's good. It's good. So you, 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 you get that. Okay? And uh, what would you be on the... You can cheat. <laughs> so we're going in sequence, so we'll go for the rocks. Okay? So you go for that. And then the next one, you'll be good in the next one. I'll, I'll, I'll change it around. Yes, I've got another set of seeds. And then you're the thorns. Is that okay? Good. And then you'll be the good soil for this one. Okay. Now, the point is, the farmer is scattering many seeds. So, He's scattering. Am I allowed to throw a few seeds? (laughs) He scatters. And then some fall on the pavement. (laughs) Do you get the picture? He's scattering. He's scattering. He's scattering. And then some fall on the rocks. He keeps scattering. Now, it's important to know that it's plural. He's scattering seeds. The plural is, the plurality is very important. It's not just one seed. Because in the kingdom, the kingdom has life truths in it. And there's more than one truth. And it applies to all of life. God has something to say about all of life. And he has a kingdom message for all of life. Because life, actually, our life is one. We just exhibit it in different space, spaces of life. Whether it's education, food for working, family, our interaction with money in this world, with friends, family, all of that. So as he releases kingdom truth, sometimes you could have a truth that lands on rocky on, on the pavement. It's like it doesn't go any further. And the Bible says there's a devil that steals that quickly. So be sorry, is it me because I'm moving? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Can you not hear me? Uh, Okay, sorry. I would project my voice a bit more. So, you be the devil, just for this one. (laughs) So you're going to snatch his seeds. No, no, that's not gentle. Don't don't do it gentle. You've got to do it a bit more with... uh, No, no, it's... We've got a hoover. Yes, you have some. Snatch the seeds. Okay. You get the point. The Bible says, as he scattered the seed, that which fell on the pavement, 
It was like somebody who's heard a kingdom truth, but an enemy comes and snatches the seed. It's like you've been in a meeting and you leave and you've forgotten everything. Anybody can relate to what I'm talking about. That's an enemy that has come what to do what? To snatch the seed. We can all relate to it. There's an enemy, there's an active enemy that does not want the word of God to bear fruit. So he comes to snatch the word of God. So you have no chance of it going anywhere. That's why a person can be in church for 30 years and very few truths have changed their lives over their life. Because there's an active enemy and their heart is like the pavement. I pray that your heart will not be like the pavement. That was a good place to say amen. Amen. Just do it for me for today. It's fine. Amen. (laughs) Just help me preach well. Okay. So when I ask you, just say amen when it's right. Amen. So I'm saying that I pray that your heart will not be like the pavement. Amen. Excellent. So amen says, yes, may it be so. We agree, Lord. That's it. And then there's another. There's still an enemy acting, but it's not as radical. This time around, the Bible says the seed, some of it falls on rocky soil. And so the plant develops a little bit of root, but the roots are not deep. As a result, the plant withers with the sunshine. So he's not bearing fruit. That word is not bearing fruit. But the person receives it and they are excited for a season. I can relate to that. You receive something and you're excited until Monday morning. (laughs) Or whatever that time looks like for you. But it's a short time. It's like after this message, somebody might ask you, how was the meeting? You say, it was good. How good was it? It was good. It was good. That guy was walking up and down, throwing some seeds. What did you hear? I'm not sure. There is an active enemy that does not want us to grow. But there is a good God who does want us to grow. Amen? And so, some of the seeds falls on rocky soil. It doesn't have deep roots and therefore it doesn't bear fruit. And then there is a third one that is the thorny soil. So we've got the pavement, we've got an active devil working to steal the word. He's working in this one as well. And in this one, the Bible says it falls among thorns. So it grows a little. It grows a little. But it's still not bearing fruit fully. But it grows a little. It reminds me of people who sometimes come to Christ. They may get baptized. And they grow a little. But there's an active enemy that does not want them to mature. I came to, I came to encourage you today. Jesus wants you to mature. Slap two or three people, high five and say to them, Jesus wants you to mature. Oh, say it like you believe it. Say it like you believe it. Jesus wants you to mature. He wants his, his word to produce life in us. Am I, are we together in this this morning? 
He wants his word to what? Produce life in us. So that the pavement will not be our will not be how our hearts would be, neither would it be the rocky soil, but the thorny word I think represents many, many because the Bible says the cares of this life, the cares of this life, the worries, the anxieties, the fears, the concerns. So you receive a message, God loves you and you're excited for a season until somebody starts saying something about you and all of a sudden it's like you've forgotten. Because persecution comes and sometimes, have you noticed, the very thing you hear, you'll be tested. Something would happen that tell, and if you preach it, even worse. Something will come to test you to know whether you actually believe what you heard or what you preached. Are you there? Yeah. Good. Do you agree? Yeah. Good. So, there's a pavement, there's a rocky soil, there's the thorns. So, but that's not the end of the story. There's the, the fertile soil. So this one, hears but lacks understanding and therefore has not got faith to produce results. Because the kingdom message must, must produce results for it to impact our world. So when Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, he wants his, 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 his kingdom truth to so impact our lives that our lives would impact others for the glory of God. Somebody give the Lord a clap of him this morning. So the thorns that choke our lives, what thorns are choking you? I know there are seasons that I've had some things choke out the life of God's word. And I've had to remind myself, God is true. His word is alive. His word is true. And just as there's an active enemy, so is the Holy Spirit actively working. So I need another, I need another helper. Ah, somebody else is coming. Good. Appreciate how she comes. Good, good, good. So you'll be the Holy Spirit. You be the Holy Spirit. And you are the active helper. So, please come on this side. Stand here for me, please. So there's an active enemy, but there's an active Holy Spirit. Are you with me? There's an active enemy, but there's an active Holy Spirit seeking to help us to grow. And he knows that there are times some things will bounce off and they will not make much of a difference. But he still helps us. There are times it will be like the word of God has fallen on rocky soil. And it does not produce much. But keep pressing in. Tell somebody press in. Oh. Tell somebody press in. Keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. Keep pressing in. Because the Holy Spirit is our helper. Please come and help these ones. So you get to this one. She's got the word. She's seen some life. But there are cares. So you just put your hand around her shoulder. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He comes alongside us to bring the word of God alive. Because his end result is that it will produce fruit. So come and stand on this for me. This is the plan. 
the, the word would produce fruit with the help of the Holy Spirit. So the truth of the kingdom that we hear, because there are many truths of this kingdom applying to all of life. And when we rest- anytime we restrict God's word and say, that is not for me, your heart is like this one. I encourage you, embrace the whole lot. Don't take some and leave some. Because it's Father's intention that we will grasp the whole thing and grow in the whole thing. And some of them, we might see 30% growth, others 60 But it's actually possible that with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can produce 100%. If it wasn't possible, he would not say it. If you're going to clap, let's clap for the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it is possible. Am I making sense? If we think it's not, then we will come Sunday by Sunday. We will go and will not be transformed. Or we'll be a little excited and we've forgotten by Monday. Or we've gone through maybe a few weeks, a few months, and then we walk away. But it's the Holy Spirit's intention that his word has power to transform us. That it will produce fruit in our lives, in our families. So it's his intention. We hear the word of God about family life. It's his intention that the word has power to transform us. It has. And that's what's the point. I tell people why we pray. We pray because we believe that God can change things. That's why we pray. Why do we believe the word of God? Because we know it has power to change lives. And it's being preached all over the world. And it is actually transforming communities. It's transforming lives. It's transforming your life. It's transformed my life. But there are areas that it has not yet touched. And this morning the Holy Spirit wants to break every stony ground. Every hard ground, every rocky ground, every thorny ground. And he wants, to, he wants to make our soil soft. That every time you come, your heart is open. He says, Lord, I'm open. Speak to my heart. That is the attitude we must have. Otherwise, we might only grow in some areas and not in others. No one can put God in a box. No denomination has all the revelation of how God works. He's bigger than every box. God is not a Pentecostal, neither is he Baptist. He's not English, neither is he Scottish. I think we should give him a lot of clap. <laughs> he's neither of those. He's not African. He's not black nor white. We, he's not male. He's, he's not like that. The way we have boxed him. He's out of this realm. He's above all. He's way above. And he has life to give. And he's looking for those who are hungry. So whatever kingdom seeds are being sown, and this is a place of life, I pray that you will not be... No, I pray that the word of God will produce great life. That Burlington, but it shall be said of you that you're a people that take hold of God's word. You come hungry. You come thirsty. You open God's word and you say, Holy Spirit, speak to me through the pages of scripture because your word is alive and is relevant today in this life. It is relevant. God's word is alive and it's relevant for all of life. And when we approach it that way, we have confidence. In the dark world, he says, you are light. You walk into a dark space with confidence.
Not in yourself, but in Christ that is in you. Because Christ in us, the hope of glory. You walk into your workspace and you are the aroma of his glory. You walk there and you're full of smiles. Yes, you might have had, you might have had a rotten week, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Is anybody here with me today? Come on, let's give the Lord a clap offering. He is a good God. Even if we mourn, it says, weeping may endure for the night. But joy comes with the morning. So may the word of God come alive in our hearts. May we, have the, may we believe that everything he says we can do, we can do. If we are not yet seeing it, doesn't mean it's not true. Some people think that their experience should define God. No, God is bigger than our experiences. And he's beyond anything we might have ever experienced. And he wants us to believe him. That with him, all things are possible. As I bring this to a close. is the Holy Spirit's intention. That whatever seeds he sows. And I'm going to use two different seeds here. Help me out. That's a different seed. It's like a different message. A different kingdom truth. It's about finance. There's truth that God says about giving. About how we give ourselves. There's a message for that. It's all in the word. You take it. You say, Lord, I want this one to grow in my life. So you take it with the help of the Holy Spirit. You want to be good soil with this one? Yes. So, yeah. so you're good soil. You want to be good soil? You're good soil. <laughs> that is the attitude you need. I like that. I want to be good soil. That is what we need. I want to be good soil. That whatever you say, Lord, my, my heart be good soil. That whatever seed you're planting, whether it's this one or that one, I'm in. Amen. I'm all in. Whatever you say, it's a yes, Lord. You are Lord, and I'm yours. I say yes, Lord. May we not limit him. May you not be labeled as somebody who limits God. And don't let anybody label you by your denomination. You are in Christ. We're not limited by being Baptist or Pentecost. Those are labels. We're in Christ. I can't hear you this this afternoon. I said we're in Christ. Oh, your amen is not loud enough. I said, we're in Christ. Amen. Oh, we'll try it one more time. We are in Christ. Amen. amen. And because we are in him, with him all things are possible. The fact that we are not yet seeing it doesn't make it impossible. We just say, Lord, we want to experience it. So may we have a desire to be good soil. And if currently there are parts of our heart that the enemy is actively working on, you know what, we're all coming together and say, Lord, I bring my heart to you. And there are things that I have believed, there are areas, there are things we believe that are producing fruit. Otherwise, none of us will be here. There are things you believe and that has produced some fruit. But why not believe the whole thing? Why not take the whole thing? I'm not making sense. Let's go for the whole thing. What did I say? Let's go for the whole thing. Simon was encouraging me this morning to say, I'm all in. Not half in, but fully in. 
two feet, two legs, two ears, two hands, two eyes, I'm all in. Maybe we can say that together. Lord, I am all in. Let's say it together, please. Lord, I am all in. One more time, please. Lord, I am all in. Maybe we can say it plural. Lord, we are all in. One more time, please. Let's shout it out together. Lord, we are all in. Burlington, the word of God is going to flourish in this place. That was a good place to say amen. I said the word of God will flourish in this place. Just converting you to Pentecostalism. <laughs> God is good. Let's give him a clap of you again. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Lord, we're all in. We know there's always an active enemy, but we take advantage of the Holy Spirit's help. As we close, as I finish. Thank you for my helpers. Let's appreciate all of them. Thank you very much. Thank you. As we finish, Lord, we're all in. Anything that has become stony ground that affects my capacity to receive, we just lay it at your feet today. As I round up, are you, are you able to just bow your heads with me, please? Let's just. The message I'm preaching is for me. I have realigned my heart to the Holy Spirit. There are some things he's told me that I've thought may not be possible. But I've said to to him afresh, Lord, my heart will not be like a thorny ground that has been choked with worries and anxieties. I'm going to take hold of that promise as well and walk in it. I've seen some things, but there are other things I've not. I'm bearing fruit in some areas, but others not. At least not to the full. Lord, I want all in. And that might be your prayer as well. So this morning, let's all, for a few minutes, open our hearts to the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, anywhere my heart is like stone or like thorny ground, where worries have choked out the life of your word, I am open. Dig out the soil of my heart. My heart, I want my heart to be like a good soil. That when you plant your seed, it will bear fruit. So maybe with our hands open to the Lord, I come with humility and say, touch my heart in every... Wherever there's stone in us, we come with repentance. We ask you, Father, forgive us where we've... Help us, Holy Spirit, where the thorns of this life have choked out your word. The Holy Spirit wants to bring his word alive more than you have ever experienced in every area. And as Burlington Baptist opens herself up to the Holy Spirit even more, May the word of God bear much fruit in our lives. So with our hands raised to him, we'll say, Lord, we surrender to the power of your word. 
to transform every area of our life. We're going to count up to three. We'll let everybody just lift up your, it doesn't have to be loud. Just raise your voice slightly and just say, Lord, I'm all in. I ask you to touch.